the longest-running off-road and action motorsports radio show on the planet is coming to you live with the biggest guest in motorsports. Here is the only man on the planet who can pack this much dirt slinging and tire slain into two hours a week. Sit back, strap in, and be prepared to get your ears blown. Here is Jim Beaver and the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Good morning. We are back here in studio on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, your favorite source of just about anything goes motorsports content, pulling no punches, swinging for the fences, and today we got one hell of a guest list to kick things off. I feel like I've been out of the studio for far, far too long. Uh, last week we were, uh, we I don't know, we, we've been at the Mint 400, I've been at the Lucas Oil opener, uh, we've had IndyCar kickoff. Uh, NHRA, I don't know, man. It's been crazy. Kyle Busch won like 200 races or something over the weekend, and we don't even talk NASCAR, but we probably are going to touch on it today. Uh, and not only that, we've got like this insane guest list. We had one of the biggest rallies in the United States happen this past weekend, a 100-acre wood rally. Uh, we got my good friend with Subaru Rally Team USA, David Higgins. He's on the show in hour number two. This is one, uh, since he's uh, in the U.K., we recorded yesterday. And I got to tell you, this is worth hanging on and listening to. Spent 25 minutes with David, and uh, I got to tell you, this is probably my favorite interview I've ever done with David Higgins. If you're a rally fan or you're a motorsports fan, you got to listen to this interview with David Higgins. You are going to dig it. It's so good. I'm going to give it the project action treatment this week. Yes, it is that good. You know you got to tune in when it's going to be in the project action treatment as well. So we got David Higgins. Um, not only that, but uh, yeah, we got a little IndyCar today. That's right. Zach Veach, my man Zach Veach for Andretti Autosport. He is going to be calling into the show. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, this weekend. we got Circuit of the Americas. Coda, right? Formula One track? Nah. We're taking IndyCars to Coda this week. And uh, we got Zach Veach on the line to tell us all about it. Not only that, we got Supercross. Yes, we are knee-deep in Supercross. And you know what that means? That means we got to get a Supercross rider on the show, right? Yes, that means Mike Alessi is calling into the show today. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, um, I don't know, just his current uh, foray stint in Supercross. Uh, you know, coming back uh, to run and fill in for four rounds. And uh, always fun to catch up with Mike Alessi. So we got a slam-packed show today, especially when you add in power rankings in hour number two as well. So, yes, we'll be back to kick things off right after this here on the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor you want extreme performance reliability and the most fun you can have on four wheels the polaris razor brings it to you but you don't need to take my word for it you can take theirs i'm tanner faust and i choose the polaris razor because it's the most fun you can have with the steering wheel what's up i'm ronnie renner and i choose polaris razor because it's the sickest most reliable side by side on the planet what's up everybody heavy d from diesel brothers Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI. 
The 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry, it's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com rally. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire. Hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Well, where do we go from here? That is right. Welcome to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And, uh, yeah, where do we go from here? That's what I'm asking you guys. Uh, We got so much to talk about. It's been so long since I've caught up with you, at least live in person. Um, yeah, I, I I don't quite know where to kick this thing off. I, it's been uh, we aired a show last week. It was all recorded out there at the Mint Four Hundred. If you haven't tuned into that thing, that thing calling my shows things now, right? <laughs> thing. If you didn't tune into that thing, uh, anyways, yeah, that show last week, good stuff out there at the Mint Four Hundred. Caught up with a lot of my good friends, and it's just fun. Anytime you do a live show at an event, it's rad. So, uh, yeah, the Mint 400 did go down, and uh, I got to tell you, uh, did not disappoint. My race is a bit disappointing. Um, Got into it with another car, got landed on. I'm sure you guys have seen the photos by now on my social media. Um, And, uh, you know, kind of ended our day. We continued on a little bit, patched the thing together, and uh, didn't quite uh, work out as planned. Um, But we had a really, really good car, too. That's what's a bummer. But anyways, yeah, so that happened. And then uh, we got the UTV World Championship. We're about two and a half, three weeks out from that. So I will be heading over to. Uh, Laughlin for the UTV World Championship to compete there in my Razor again. Um, so uh, looking forward to uh, looking forward to that event. Should uh, should be uh, should be a whole lot of fun. Um, so yeah, so that happened a couple of weeks ago, and then uh, this past weekend, wham! 
Uh, I had to go out and host a live stream, and uh, I'm the new, uh, I guess, voice of uh, Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing Series, or one of the voices. Um, super stoked on that. It's one of those. I've known about it for a while, but I uh, wasn't able to really fully talk about it. But, uh, yeah, they brought me on board. I'll be doing the Midwest stuff again, Crandon and, uh, and Bark River. Uh, don't think I'll be at ERX, but uh, Crandon and Bark River and then uh, all the stuff on the West Coast for Lucas. So looking forward to that. Should uh, should be a lot of fun. Um you know, and uh, calling the action. But I got to tell you, Glenn Helen, this past weekend, under the lights, um, anytime you race short course trucks under the lights, it's just a, it's a rad atmosphere. But Glenn Helen, you know, it's one of those iconic tracks, home track to a lot of drivers. Um, so you add in that. And then in addition to, um, you know, it's not a double event weekend, right? It's a single header event. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of the drivers don't like it. It's really expensive to go to one race, but then they do like it. Um, I now am sold on it. I absolutely love the single event weekends. And here is why. Here is why. It's because, you know, when when guys got a race on Saturday and they got a race on Sunday, they say they're not, but they're a little bit more conservative on Saturday. You can't ball the truck up. You can't, you can't yard sale it, right? Because... Uh, at some point you got to race the next day, you know, so any damage, you rip an A-arm off, you do something crazy, um, you know, it's, it's going to come back to haunt you the next day, that or your team's going to hate you because they're working all night long to, uh, you know, to try and repair your damaged truck so you can turn around and race the next day. Well, with these single event weekends, like we saw at Glen Helen, it's absolutely gloves off, no holds barred slugfest because... You don't have to race the next day. You leave it all on the track. And uh, as we saw, I mean, it, Pro 4, you want to talk about a wild, wild race. Um, if you guys don't already, I'd go over to Lucas Racing TV, the app, and watch this thing on demand. And uh, I'm not saying skip past everything, um, but, uh, you know, fast forward to the Pro 4 race because Pro 2, Pro Light, everything was a good, good race out there. But, man, Pro 4... I don't know if I've ever seen that much that much shenanigans in uh, in one race. So Mittag led the thing almost wire to wire. Um, he ends up breaking something, running into the K rail with like a lap to go. Kyla Duke, who is always ridiculously fast, he was all the way to the front at one point. I think to second, uh, made a mistake, spun out like three different times. Um, uh, he almost rolled it, put it up on the bike like once or twice. He went all the way back to like last place at one point. Then he drives like all the way to mid pack, goes all the way to the back, and then all the way all the way to the front, and he takes the win like on the last lap of the race. Then you got my boy Greg Adler. Greg Adler, poor dude, puts it puts it up on his side. So he's got one rollover, right? Puts it up on, on its side, goes all the way to the back. Um and then, you know, they got to get the tow truck out, yank him down, boom. And then Greg Adler gets her fired up. He starts charging through the field. Then he wrecks, like literally wads this thing up, barrel rolls like Adrian Cheney style like five times. Boom, 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 like barrel rolls the truck, right? Everybody thinks it's yard sale. He goes into the hot pit. They pull some body panels and some shrapnel off the truck. Um, then he goes back out there, and Greg Adler – charges back to get third place in a podium like i've never seen a guy wreck literally wreck twice in one race and still get a podium 
Um, absolutely shenanigans. I, I don't even know how to, uh, I don't know how to put it into perspective any more than that. It was, uh, one of the wildest short course races I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of them. Um, and you know, granted there was only seven trucks, but all seven of these guys, man, (laughs) it was no holes barred at Glen Ellen. I absolutely loved it. Um, it, it's worth the watch on the Lucas Oil, you know, racing TV app. If you don't have it, it's worth the download. This isn't me like pimping for the company here. Like, Hey, go and spend your seven ninety nine a month or something like that. No, like legit, it's worth it. Um, you know, not only that, you got pro light, my boy, Ryan B, you know, dominated there. Um, just a phenomenal, phenomenal race. And then, and then, uh, pro two. Pro 2 is a little bit different. They've got their, uh, what they're calling the Pro 2 M motor, um, you know, which is basically uh, kind of similar to the engines they run in the Midwest. Um, and then they they moved to DOT tires this year, right? And then so and it, with the merging of the class, they're starting the guys with the Pro 2 M motors ahead, almost like a staggered start, almost kind of like a Cranon type thing, right? Um, like, um, so... Anyways, like Corey Winter, uh, you know, he and Daily Pinnago got to start in the front because they've got the less horsepower in the Pro 2M motors. Um, anyways, Corey Winter, to this kid's credit, drove a phenomenal race. And then on the last lap, literally half a lap to go, Corey Winter in his very first ever Pro 2 race is actually going to take the victory. Uh, ends up having uh, having a problem of some sort and uh, and heartbreaker for him. Um, Jarrett Brooks ended up winning, which great for Jarrett Brooks. Uh, and uh, I don't mean that in a, you know any offense. Like Jarrett, a good friend of mine, hell of a race car driver. Um, just Corey Winter, he you know it was a phenomenal, phenomenal effort by Corey Winter, and uh, um, just a, half a lap to go, and uh, just narrowly missed it. But what we learned is Corey Winter, this kid, uh, he's going to be tough. He is going to be tough in 2019. Uh, definitely looking forward to uh, seeing what uh, young Corey Winter um, has up his sleeve for uh, for the rest of the year. And, you know, and then, uh, you know, I don't know, just, uh, you know, you had UTV racing. Um, it was exciting. Corey Weller had one hell of a run there. Um, I don't know. I guess the big thing to me, the scary thing, Pro Light solid entry list, Pro 2 solid. I wonder, and this is whether we're talking Midwest or we're talking West Coast, and a lot of people are going to hate me for this, um, and I'm going to get text messages. You wonder how much longer Pro 4 is going to stick around. We all love it because it's the premier division of short course. Like We we absolutely love Pro 4. Everybody does. Trucks are just bad, fast, ridiculously crazy. We love Pro 4. Midwest, they had, what, five last year? Um, West Coast, they've got seven. Um, you know, they're just expensive to run. They're the premier division, but truck counts are hurting, man. Like, and then you got pro two and you know, what did we have? You know, 16, I think at uh, Glen Helen, like you just wonder, like, is it, uh, is it, you know, I don't want to say put that class out to pasture because it's just still ridiculously quick, but man, the cost to run that and the exposure is the same as you get in a, for a pro two or pro light. Um, so it's kind of, uh, I don't know, man, I, I wonder and this isn't, I don't think, in, in this isn't any, the, any organization actually canceling, you know what I mean, the class. I just think, like, in the next five years, I don't know if there's going to be an intro, entries left. I think everybody's just going to migrate to kind of Pro 2. I, it's just my feelings. Like, it's it's kind of looking that way. It's kind of kind of scary, man, to even think that Pro 4 is dying like it is. But, 
You know, it's it's tough, man. Um, it, it's tough market for motorsports right now to find sponsorship. And you know, when you got a Pro Two versus a Pro Four, and the you know the costs are drastically more expensive for a Pro Four, makes sense to go with a Pro Two. So um, you know, you definitely you you wonder uh, you wonder what's going to happen. Um, you know, you never know with these things. But uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Just just one of those trends I'm, uh, I'm watching. Um, but anyways, yeah, I would like to have your guys' thoughts on Pro 4, Pro 2, um, what you thought of Glenn Helen. If you watched, any questions for any of our guests, hit me up on social media. It is at JimBeaver15. I uh, love hearing from you guys. Love taking fan questions. We've got power rankings in the second half, but coming up here after the break, we're going to have Supercross rider Mike Alessi on the line right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by, that's right, Polaris Razor. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show. 
on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome one of my guests this week, Mike Alessi, the line, uh, who is actually just getting off the track and practice at, uh, at Indianapolis. Man, how's everything going? Everything's going great, man. The track is awesome. I'm looking forward to a great race tomorrow night. Saturday, 7 o'clock is when the racing starts, so hopefully any of the fans that are in the local Indianapolis area come on out and watch us, cheer us on. It's going to be some serious bar banging for sure. Yeah, well, you know, let's talk about this year because, uh, what, you got a, what, this is your third race this year under your belt, at least uh, uh, here in Supercross, man. How's it feeling uh, being back on the bike? I know Daytona's always a big one. Uh, you probably had a little bit of nerves uh, before then, but, I mean, how is it being back, you know, in the 450 ranks this year? Yeah, it's been interesting for sure. Taking two years off of Supercross is never yeah, ideal or easy to just get jumped back right into the, you know, to to race with these guys, the world-class Supercross riders and being halfway through their series. So um, it's been interesting, a lot of nerves, excitement, uh, just a lot of emotions uh, all in one. So it's a lot to take in for sure. But I, I enjoy being back and, and uh, thankful for the Smart Top Bullfrog Spas Honda team and GDR and Fox Racing and Alpine Star, just all the great sponsors that I have. Yeah. Well, and you, you're definitely very much a veteran, you know what I mean? And uh, how – how hard is it for you? Because, I mean, I look at that, and I'm like, obviously, you've been on a bike, you know, the past couple of years, but you said take two years off of Supercross, you know? and uh, um, But, I mean, how is that to get back and, and get into your groove? Because, I mean, it's one of those where, you know, weekend after weekend, you kind of you get into a groove and you click things off and season after season, and then you kind of like, burp, we're going to pause this Supercross thing for a couple of years and then come back. I mean, I, I, how hard is it? You know, obviously, you've been on a bike, but there's got to be a little bit of Supercross rust. I mean, you know, how, how hard is it to get back up to speed? obviously you're you're making main events so uh you know that that's gotta you know that that's gotta feel good but how how has that kind of process been man well first off like at first i thought it was just me like in atlanta i was like man either either i'm really rusty or the pace is up because the guys are fast right now and i'm just like what the heck is going on so i had to understand like being away from two years like you said the rust was there and the nerves it's just you just got to work yourself back into racing shape. But at the end of the day, it's just like anything else. It's like riding a bike. So you never forget. You just become a little bit rusty. But after a few races, we're good to go. And that's where I feel like I'm at right now. Yeah. Well, you know, talking about that, that, and I think you're one of the few guys, you know, probably you and Reed and a few others that could kind of chime in on this and actually talk intelligently about it because you're still racing. But, I mean, you know, how have you seen the sport change in the past decade in the 450 ranks? I mean, you know, you, you're a guy that you've been up front. You know what it takes to, to run up front in 450s. I mean, what, what, you know, what's the biggest change you've seen? Because I'm looking at this, man, and it seems like, you know, in years past, there might be one or two or three guys that may take a win. This year, man, it, it's anybody's game. I mean, how have you seen the sport kind of morph in the past decade? Well, I think uh, that's an interesting question because in, in the reality of life, things are always evolving. Bikes are getting faster. The the riders are getting quicker. The training is getting harder. Like everything is evolving. And as it, things evolve, riders get stronger and faster. They get fitter. And we're in a day and age where almost all the motorcycles, like, let's be honest, they're all pretty competitive and pretty much equal. There's not like one that's super much better than the other. So the bikes are all pretty equal and it all comes down to the rider and the mindset, the training. And that's why I feel like you're seeing an evolution of 
multiple different riders that can win and and any night can be first one weekend and the next weekend they come back and they're 10th or 11th and um yeah it just shows just how, how competitive the 450 class really is now yeah well and you know and somebody like you that's been around for a while and you know you kind of know what it takes to set up a bike to certain tracks and and uh things like that i mean you know looking forward i i don't know what what's the schedule look like for you for the for the remaining rounds and i mean what you know what what are some of the goals i mean you know for the rest of this uh season well, I'm on a four race. Uh, I'm filling in for Vince Freeze because he did his ACL at yeah. uh, Dallas a couple weeks ago. So for me, I was doing Atlanta, Daytona, Indianapolis, and Seattle. So next weekend will be my last race. Um, goals, you know, just have fun, get out there, uh, just make sure I'm in the main event and just uh, enjoying the moment. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Well, and I know I read something, I think it was uh, maybe one of your interviews last year and stuff like that. And you were talking about, you know, you, you, you know, you want, you want to still compete, uh, whether it be in Canada, here in the United States, you know, for, for a few more seasons, you know, obviously, you know, what's, uh, you know, you know, looking at the next couple of seasons, I mean, I know, you, like you, you know, you said you've, you've got a kid now, so that kind of changes perspective on things and, and such. But uh, I mean, what, you know, what, what do you, you know, what do you think of the next couple of years? You'd like to be back on 450s? Are you kind of eyeing things in Canada? I mean, what, uh, you know, in your perfect world, what would things look like? Well, like you said, I got a eight month old baby. So, um, and I'm thir- almost 31 years old. So it's not like I'm a young pup anymore. I'm not a 16, you know, 19 year old kid competing in my first season. It's, uh, this is going to be my 16th season racing professional since 2004 and, uh, battling with Carmichael and Wyndham, uh, at still city in 2004. Like that seems like a million days ago and I'm still competitive, still racing at the highest level in supercross. And, uh, like I said, I, I don't, I don't know how long I want to race. I would say probably at least another two or three years. And, uh, I think at that time it maybe be ready to just be done and, uh, and just enjoy being a father and a husband and enjoy the rest of my life. Really. I, that's what I honestly feel like, uh, I could put in another good two two more years, maybe three more years, and then after that, 100%, that'll be it. Yeah. You feel like you, you want to stay involved in the sport after that, though, in some capacity, you know, with a team possibly, or, you know, because, I mean, you, you know, guy with your experience, you bring a lot of things to the table. Well, if the opportunity came and arose and it was something that I wanted to do, I would definitely entertain it. Um, you know, like I said, I, I've been doing this since yeah. 2004, traveling you know, across the country, hotel to hotel, rental car, you know, living out of a suitcase. It, it just kind of, it gets kind of old after a while. So yeah, I, I don't know if it's necessarily something I'd want to do, but uh, if the right uh, opportunity came along and, and I and I liked it, I would definitely entertain it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's got to be, you know, you talked about that and you've carved it out. And I, I got to give, you know, you credit because there's a lot of guys. I mean, I look at your career and, um, you know, how can you not say you weren't successful? You know, I, I look at this and I go, how many guys do two or three years and, you know, and you never hear of them again? You know, here you are, like you said, in your mm-hmm. 30s, you're, you're still pounding it out, man. I mean, you, you got to be part of you has got to be, you know, giving yourself a pat on the back at some point saying, you know, I, I actually did this. You know, I made a career out of this where so many people haven't, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've had a, I mean, a lot of people have said maybe I've had a, a failure of a career, but man, if you, you definition of a uh, failure career is being second place in the championship, uh, was it five or six times in my career? And I've made very good money in my career. I've met my beautiful wife when I was 15 and we have a beautiful daughter and man, I got an awesome home back in Florida. I mean, I got 30 acres that 
I get to do whatever I want to do, go fishing. If I want to go hunting, if I want to go ride my motorcycle, I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want on my own property. So I guess if you call that a, uh, a <laughs> failure of a career, then I guess most people would take that all day long. Yeah, I was going to say, I call it winning at life, man. <laughs> but you uh, so... I'm definitely, uh, definitely, definitely blessed and, and uh, have, have had a great career, great, great life, and, uh, and I've definitely enjoyed the ride. Yeah. So that being said, I mean, uh, you know, we got Indianapolis and Seattle, you know, you had said on this, uh, on this four, you know, this, this four event, uh, I guess, contract you've got, I mean, looking at Indy, looking at Seattle, I mean, uh, you know, what, what's it going to take? What, what are the goals? I mean, obviously, you know, I, I think you're one of those guys, you look at things and it's, you know, you approach it, you know, it's like, all right, make the main event. All right. Top 10. All right. Top five. I mean, you know, you, you, I feel like you've got a strategy to things. I mean, what, you know, what's it going to take to, to, you know, to have some success these next two rounds? Well, I mean, success is, you know, uh, the definition of success can be in a whole different types of, uh, of results, uh, rides, whatever it may be, and what you feel is successful. I mean, uh, my most successful Supercross of my career is 2009 Indianapolis Supercross. I was on the podium with James Stewart and Chad Reed in the 450 main event. And for me, that was my best Supercross of my career. So, and almost on the heat race, I was second in the heat race. So for me to try to replicate that this weekend would be a, a huge, huge ask. I mean, it's a huge goal. Yeah. Is it is it out of the question? I mean, nothing is ever out of the question or not possible. So um, I'm going to go in with an open mind, have a good race, have some fun, and uh, enjoy, just enjoy the moment, racing my competitors and uh, being on the highest stage of the, the of Supercross and racing the world's best riders. Yeah. Is there ever any point, you know, because you've been around the sport for a while where you're, you're out there and I mean, it, it obviously, it humbles me, you know, and I, I've obviously never raced dirt bikes competitively, but, um, you know, I go to a supercross event and I look at what the guys are doing and what they're capable of. And it kind of puts you in awe. And I mean, is there ever any time you walk up to the track and you see these, you know, you see guys going over triples and stuff and you, you think, man, I'm doing that too. It's like, I mean, it, you know, is there any part that you kind of in awe, like, wow, like this is, this is kind of crazy. This is intense what we actually do for a living. It's, it's definitely not an easy sport and it's definitely not safe for sure. But at the end of the day, like this is what we do is what we love to do. And it's who I am. And I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the time, Mike. I know uh, obviously big day today, big weekend uh, here at Indy. Uh, best of luck to you at Indy and, uh, and Seattle, man. And, uh, you know, and good luck, uh, you know, the rest of this year. Thank you. And thank you for having me on the show. I just want to say again, a huge thank you to Mike Genova, the team owner. Uh, Smart Top, Bullfrog Spots, Honda, GDR, Fox, Alpine Stars, all the great sponsors that I have and uh, always supporting me, backing me, and, be- and being behind me. Mike Alessi, you want to talk about a guy who's been around in the sport of Supercross for a long, long time. And, you know, interesting, you know, he, he talked about, uh, you know, success means different things to different people. And uh, I think by by and large, um, you know, he's he's had a, six, a successful career, made a career out of it and made a living. And he's still there uh, riding. So uh, good stuff. Anyways, we'll be back with Zach Veach next here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. 
want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels, the Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with a down-and-dirty radio show since 2012. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachran, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media to learn more. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI. The 268-horsepower, turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry. It's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com rally. Hey, this is Jim Beaver, host of the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Getting down and dirty on the racetrack is all fun and games until it's time to get the dirt off. I know it all too well, which is why I've partnered with MotoShield Pro, the leaders in nanotechnology solutions on the racetrack and in off-road to combat mud and dirt buildup on my vehicles. MotoShield Pro keeps us from taking unnecessary damage and spending extra energy on cleaning. No matter the weather or the surface, having proper protection on all my vehicles saves me plenty of reprep time in a sport where every second counts. Prep your vehicle like a pro. Learn more at MotoShieldPro.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome uh, Zach Veach to the line. Zach, good to have you back. I think last time you and I caught up, it was in person out at the Indy 500. So, uh, I don't know, lots changed since then, man. Welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I remember that. We were uh, in the garages, I think, on one of the practice days. So. That feels like a lifetime ago, and I think it's only been uh, a little less than a year, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm already looking at my plans for the 500 this year. But, uh, yeah, a lot has changed since then. Um, I mean, you're number two of IndyCar. I mean, we're, you know, we're one race down. I mean, uh, you know, kind of I guess the biggest thing is, is, like, take us through last year because uh, 
you know, I think even, you know, I know you going in, you didn't really have a lot of expectations. I know as a driver, you know what I mean? We always put a little bit of pressure on ourselves, you know, but I know even Michael Andretti's like, hey, this is going to be a learning year. You know, we're, we're just going to kind of see how things go. I mean, take us through last year because you had some really high moments. I mean, I know you had a, you know, had a couple of top fives. I think, what was it, Long Beach? You had a great run there. I mean, uh, you know, kind of take us through last year and what you actually learned as a driver. Yeah, for sure. I mean, last year was just honestly just feel like you got thrown in the deep end and you're just trying to keep your head above the water for the first half of the season. But, you know, I feel like we really came on strong uh, the second half of the season. I think we had uh, four or five straight top ten finishes in the second half. We finished in that top ten on a short oval, a super speedway, a street course, a road course. So I think, um, you know, the potential of it started to come together real for us uh, that second half. But it was just relaxing and kind of getting comfortable in the IndyCar. And so far, I mean, that's just kind of carried over to this season. Winter testing was great. St. Pete was a little not what we expected, but luckily we found out that there was a, a culprit there that was uh, kind of making a struggle to find speed uh, through qualifying and through the race. It kind of showed its head. So luckily we found that, and I think we're, we're all set to go for Coda this weekend. Yeah, well, and, uh, you know, talking about Coda this weekend, I know I got to say this is one of the biggest, you know, one of the biggest news coming into 2019 was that IndyCar is finally going to be at Coda at Circuit of the Americas. I mean, I I know drivers have wanted to be there for a long time. I know fans not only in the United States, but I think internationally have wanted to see IndyCars there. I kind of feel like, man, the, the spotlight is on this weekend. I think there's actually a lot of global attention just because, Formula One does race there, you know what I mean? And they and it, there's always that, you know, on the back burner, you know what I mean? People always want to compare IndyCar to Formula One, and, you know, I've never really thought it warranted comparisons. But, um, you know, I, I feel like you, you feel like heading into this weekend, there's a lot of eyeballs on this event? I really do. I think, um, you know, it has the potential of being one of our crown jewel races of the season. You know, you always putting Indy out there is not even a question. But, yeah. you know, you have the Long Beaches, the St. Pete, the Toronto's, you know, the ones that really stand out. I think Coda is going to fall into that category. And, you know, I think some people get in trouble uh, of comparing F1 to IndyCar. You know, I think uh, they look at the speed difference and, you know, they say, oh, well, you know, IndyCar is a little bit slower than F1 around there. But I think it comes down to who's going to put on a better show. And I think after just testing there for two days, just, you know, as the driver seeing, you know, the work that we're having to put in to keep these things on the track with such a, a low amount of downforce in the high-speed corners, I think that the fans are going to get definitely their money's worth this weekend. I think it's going to be a great show. Yeah, well, and you as a driver, and, and you know, and coming in last year, I don't, I don't want to say you're new to the series. You've been through the ladder system and things like that, but... Um, you know, a track like this, does it get you a little bit excited because you're going in there and it's not like you're dealing with uh, like your teammate Ryan hunter Ray, who's driven every track, you know what I mean, a dozen times at least, you know, or a Dixon or somebody like that where everybody's starting from ground zero at Coda, right? I mean, nobody really has an edge there. And does something like that get you excited because like, hey, we're all going in here with a level playing field? It does, you know, because everyone, like you said, starting uh, from, from, from scratch, now, luckily, uh, Alexander Rossi on our team, uh, he had a little bit of experience there in a Formula One car, so he kind of gave us uh, a good hindsight of what we were getting ourselves into before we showed up to the track the first time, and I think that definitely helped us quite a bit. So we're, we're all really excited. I think um, Andretti in particular, we had pretty good cars at the test about a month ago. 
Um, I think it's going to be a tad bit warmer when we show up this weekend than it was last month, but I still think that we got a great shot to, to be putting all the cars in the top 10 there. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and you just mentioned your teammates, you know, and kind of relying on them for some, some data and things like that. I mean, you as a driver that, you know, you're going to be in, around IndyCar for a while, you know, and, and your career is, you know, I don't want to say your racing career is just getting started, but your IndyCar career is kind of just getting started. I mean, and, and to have guys like Ross, who's won the Indy 500 and raced in Formula One. I mean, Ryan Hunter Ray. I mean, you know, where do you know we don't we can't even don't have enough time to list his accomplishments. You know, you got Marco Andretti, <laughs> who has been around the sport a long, long time and knows how to take wins. I mean, how is it for you? I mean, being able to rely on these guys. You know what I mean? I mean, what kind of data share is there? I mean, have, have they really been able to help you? I know you guys have some fun behind the scenes. I've seen it person, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know how are they been to you know to get you through that first year into year number two they, they've been incredible i mean that that's something i'm very fortunate for because you know with the teammates i do have i always know where that top five top three bar is set yeah. so you know we, we share data all the time if we compare ourselves to each other to to see you know because a lot of times between the four of us if we could all combine ourselves to one one person we'd have the ultimate lap because we go to a lot of these places and it's like Ryan is mega through turn one and three. Alex is really good. Five through six. Marco's good, you know, six to seven. And then for some reason, you know, it's like the last three corners I'm strong. And it's like, man, if we could just all put this together, we have this incredible lap, but that's what we're doing. We're, we're learning from each other from, you know, each, every, every different session that we go through. And, and it's getting to the point where it's cool that, you know, you have Ryan and Alex, you know, saying, man, what are you doing in five? You know, you're, you're really getting through there really well. So it's cool feeling like, you know, I'm, I'm starting to carry my weight with the team and the changes that we've been making, the teammates have really liked. And it's just, it's really coming together for us for yeah, well, and like I said, I gotta gotta ask because I know you guys have a little bit of fun behind the scenes there at Andretti Autosport. I know the IndyCar paddock in general has a lot of fun with each other, man. Uh, <laughs> have you had to kind of step up your, I guess, your uh, fun having game a little bit now that uh, you're full time in the IndyCar series? Is it one of those you always kind of got to be looking over your shoulder a bit, right? Oh, always. You can never let your guard down. When, when I first came onto the team, everyone warned me. You know, they're like, "Hey, just." You know, they, they like to play their tricks, so be careful. And and I got through, like, the first three quarters of the season, and I'm like, ah, you know, I don't know why. You know, nothing really has happened that crazy. And I think it was just that getting comfortable period because this season already we're only one race <laughs> in, and it's already been, like, you know, text messages galore of just giving each other a hard time. And when you're at the track, you, you got to be very selective of what you say in the engineering meetings because you say one thing different, they take it, run with it, and they end your day completely. So, <laughs> you know, it's just it, it's it's that locker room kind of mentality that we all have with each other. And it's fun because, you know, I feel like once you, in a way, that's how uh, we say that we approve and we like each other. If you're getting a hard time amongst the IndyCar drivers, it's because you have their respect. So, you know, it, it's a, a ride of passage for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I, I can only imagine some of the stuff. I mean, I've I've heard some stories and uh, I've I've witnessed a little bit of it. And uh, yeah, you guys like to definitely have a good time. But... I, I will say though, I think the IndyCar driver community uses the Apple Pay on their phone more than anybody else because like you can go through the paddock and there's probably a hundred different bets going on either sports or something really stupid. And it's, 
<laughs> the next day you're Apple paying someone, you know, whether it be five bucks or a couple hundred. So, <laughs> so yeah, you, you got to be careful what you, you ask for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, you know, we mentioned a little bit, uh, you know, obviously we got a, we got a lot of racing before we get to uh, the Indy 500. Um, but uh, I wanted to mention, um, man, big news coming this offseason. Your sponsor now, the presenting sponsor of the Indy 500. Um, you know, th- that's got to be pretty exciting for you. I mean, obviously, I'm assuming we're going to see Zach Veach on a lot of marketing materials as well. Yeah, so far we've been uh, pretty busy getting ready for the month of May, which is which is really, really exciting for me. I mean, just to in some way be connected to this event is, is pretty spectacular. And, you know, um, you know, people always say, well, you know, you, you brought this, you made this happen, which I, I don't take credit for. But, you know, it is pretty cool to think that, you know, three years ago I, I had nothing and a cold call turned into a 500 and that turned into a full season. And now it's turned into the presenting sponsor of the Indy 500. So, just to see how, you know, one small moment can change, you know, so much in your life and other people's is, is pretty special. And, uh, you know, no one has ever won the uh, Indy 500 with the same sponsor as the presenting sponsor yet. So that'd be a cool part of history if we could make that happen. Uh, absolutely. You know, and talking about that, I mean, you know, you go back a few years and obviously you've been a product of, uh, you know, the IndyCar ladder system and you've re- worked your way up. And, and I think there's there's proof in the, there's proof in the concept at this point. I mean, I know Colton Hurt has had, uh, you know, just kind of worked his way up the ladder. Now we see him racing this year. Um, but you talked about kind of not knowing where things were going a couple of years ago, you know, and uh, I got to say one thing I've always appreciated, you know, and it's, and I think, you know, you've got to feel like it, you know, it, it gives, I guess you've, it gives you more, I don't know, stake in the game because you've, you know, there for a while, I mean, you were doing IndyCar radio, you were doing whatever you could to stay relevant, to be at the track, things like that. I mean, it's got to make it feel that much more gratifying now to be where you're at because, you know, you got to feel like you really earned this, Zach. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just, I'm so thankful for it every single day. I mean, it's nothing's been easy for us. We've, uh, we've always worked really, really hard at it. And, you know, and then, yeah, when we got to that point where it looked like my career might be, be over, over, I, uh, I hung on to it as much as I could. You know, I, it's, I've loved this sport ever since I was very little and, and it's all that I knew. So when things were, were tough, I was calling IndyCar radio asking if I could talk in the broadcast booth driving the two-seater, just whatever I possibly could do to, one, pay my bills so I could stay in Indianapolis and, and be just uh, just be around this community and, and hope that one day things would turn around. And, you know, all that wishing eventually turned out to, to come true. So just thankful, I mean, every day. It definitely shows you how far you've come. <laughs> yeah. Definitely does. So, uh, you know, looking forward at Coda and uh, some of the upcoming races. I mean, there's got to be some in the back of your mind. You're really looking forward to getting some tracks, some certain tracks, ones you know you'll do, do well at. I mean, uh, you know, upcoming races, I mean, anything anything you're really eyeing going, you know, I think I can really make a run at this track. Yeah, I think what came together for us really at the end of the last year was just the, the short oval and the super speedway game. I don't, You know, I just got really, really comfortable. I started just the setup started making a lot of sense and the race craft really became there. So, I mean, I feel a hundred percent confident that we could win a race on an oval this year. Um, so I'm obviously really excited for, uh, you know, the Texas is the Pocono. I think Indy its own, it's its own beast. You know, yeah. you can't ever say you're going to walk into that place and do well. You just, you, you know, you want to be in the show and hopefully 
the race works out for you. Um, but we're definitely looking forward to Long Beach. Just hopefully we can have some success like we did last year there and uh, Indy GP, of course. So there's just so many good tracks I love in IndyCar, but it seems like all my really favorite tracks are always Indy 500 on, and that's when I start doing better for some reason, even in Indy Light. So uh, hopefully we have a strong first half, and then we can just you know kind of cruise that, that second part of the season. Yeah, and how is that with the with the diversity? I mean, uh, you know, of tracks. You know, like you said, you you know, you got it's just crazy every given weekend. You know, it's road course, it's street course. You know, it's oval. Uh, you know, how do you, how do you have to adjust as a driver? You know what I mean with with all these different things every weekend being thrown at you. Yeah, the, the thing I really like about the ovals is I feel like it's a very intelligent driver's game. You know, you're you're always thinking three steps ahead. You're just trying to stay as relaxed as you possibly can, and you know just fighting off little pieces at a time, trying to get to the front or staying up there. And then, you know, the road courses are probably my second favorite just because they're all about precision. It's just trying to get that optimal lap time on these very smooth, fast-flowing tracks. And then the street courses, it's just pure-out brutality, you know, just, you know, fighting with this car, you know, just wrestling it through every corner on a street course. It's very tough. But the street courses are the most physical tracks that we go to. And for me, being a little guy, they're typically, you know, the hardest track for me to, to push all race long just because the intensity is so high. Um, but, you know, with each year, with each, you know, race, you just get a little bit more knowledge and a little more improved. And, you know, it's, it's coming together the way I'd like it to. So I'm really excited to see what happens. All right. Well, we're running up against the time break, Zach. Uh, I appreciate the time calling in, man. We definitely need to catch up a little more often than uh, once a year, I think. But uh, good luck this weekend at Circuit of the Americas, and I know for sure I will see you uh, see you out at Indy the month of May. Sounds fantastic, man. Thanks so much for having me on. And we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. 
Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer. And no filler. All right. Welcome back here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. A couple of banger guests there, Michael Lessie and Zach Veach. I got to tell you, Zach Veach becoming one of my favorite drivers in the IndyCar paddock. Uh, this kid uh, living the dream for sure. And uh, stoked to see how his uh, 2019 shapes up. He had a couple of really, really good runs. Uh, uh, last year in 2018, in Long Beach in particular, I was actually there and watched it. And uh, kid uh, definitely put on a show, man. Good stuff, good stuff for sure. So, uh, looking forward to uh, Coda this weekend for sure. Uh, if you guys are just tuning in, uh, thank you for joining us here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Hour number two is coming up. We've got uh, uh, power rankings. We're going to be dropping those in the first uh, first segment there to uh, kick off hour number two, and then uh, then we're going into a big long interview with uh, my good friend David Higgins uh, with Subaru Motorsports or Subaru Rally Team USA. Um, you know, David uh, never disappoints. Always an amazing interview, and uh, this one since he's in the UK, we pre tape and I got to tell you, he uh, he opens up about some some rad stuff around his career and the future and his son's career. And uh, I think if you are a rally fan or just a motorsports fan in general, you're really, really going to enjoy that one. Um, it's so good, in fact, uh, we're actually going to run it uncut this week in Project Action, my other show, uh, Project Action on Podcast One. You can get that on iTunes or over on the uh, Podcast One or their app. Um, so we'll air that uncut um, on that show, too. We've also got uh, Dave Mason with betonline.ag. He's going to be talking uh, kind of some sports. And uh, then we've also got a Q&A segment with uh, Tiffany Stone. Normally on this show, we're taking it to Project Action this week. So uh, tweet us your questions at JimBeaver15 for that show as well. Um, all right, we're going to take a short break. We come back. We're going to have uh, Lucas Oil Off-Road Results by General Tire next on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, Jim Beaver here kicking off uh, this hour number two, uh, big hour number two. We got uh, David Higgins on, two-part segment. Also got our power rankings here shortly. Uh, would love to hear from you guys on the power rankings. It's at Jim Beaver 15. 
Uh, hit us up on social media. Uh, let me know what your thoughts are on my power rankings and who you would have ranked in different spots than I do. Um, so, yes, uh, power rankings coming up next and David Higgins. Before we get to that, though, uh, we do have uh, some Lucas Oil off-road results brought to you by our good friends at General Tire, reminding you that anywhere is possible. Um, yeah, so uh, the General Tire SoCal shootout at Glen Helen happened this weekend. Kickoff to, uh, I guess, West Coast. we got the Midwest Short Course League, but uh, uh, kickoff to short course season for sure. And uh, Glen Helen did not disappoint. Obviously, you guys heard me talk about it in the opening segment, um, but your full results. Uh, Kyle Duke uh, winning Pro 4, uh, coming back and um, you know, it was just a shenanigans field, filled Pro 4 race. Kyle Duke coming back, taking that W. Taking the big victory there. Um, so a uh, big shout-out to him, man. It was uh, well-deserved. He, Anybody who could take a podium in that event, that was an absolute slugfest of a Pro 4 uh, race. And uh, you want to talk about some roller coasters, that that one definitely had it. You know, it uh, guys all the way to the front, all the way to the back, all the way to the front again, just crazy. And then you got uh, Pro 2 winner and general tire driver, Jarrett Brooks taking the W there. Corey Winter, also another general tire driver. General tire just dominating this event, obviously title sponsor as well but um yeah Jarrett Brooks taking uh, taking the W there at Glen Helen um well deserved to Corey Winter having some problems on the last lap Jarrett Brooks who was running in second passed him and boom W for Jarrett Brooks uh starting out 20 uh, 2019 solid and um you know it's uh, just a great great effort by him then you got pro light it was uh, Ryan Beat with a victory leading this thing wire to wire coast to coast almost um yeah Ryan Beat just dominating effort there on his gentle tires you get, you sensing a theme here? Yeah, me too. General Tires dominating this deal. Um, and then we had uh, Chris Noons, uh, pro buggy winner. Uh, wire to wire for him as well. Got out front early and just absolutely uh, um, never looked back, man. Solid effort there for Chris Noons. Then on the UTV side of things, production 1,000. It was Brock Higger with the victory. Uh, Mid 400 winner Brock Higger, I might add. And then uh, Corey Weller taking turbo UTV. That was your uh, Lucas All results brought to you by General Tire. We're going to take a short break. We come back. Power rankings on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host the Down and Dirty Radio Show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Anywhere is possible. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, providing anywhere is possible with a down-and-dirty radio show since 2012. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI. 
the 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry. It's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com rally. Come to the island and rip it up this summer. Wakeboard Island. It's a skate park on water at Blue Water Resort and Casino. Check out the two-tower cable system that pulls you and your board over the water. No boats to watch out for. No fumes. Wakeboard Island is open to all skill levels with an open center section for beginners. And for trick riders, a double side kicker in a 60-foot flat box. Wakeboard Island. The best ride this side of the Rockies. Adjacent to the River's Edge Cantina at Blue Water Resort and Casino. On the Colorado River in Parker, Arizona. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount like what you hear catch all the back episodes of the down and dirty radio show on apple podcast and be sure to rate review and subscribe all right all right uh so yes it is uh that time we are well first off welcome back to the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris racer i was getting so far ahead of myself almost forgot what segment we were in um <laughs> Yeah, anyways, it, I would love for some interaction. I know a lot of you guys uh, listen, you know, online or are, um, you know, on demand. Some of you listen in national syndication, so it's, maybe it's not quite live. Regardless, I like uh, I like hearing from you. Um, so it's at Jim Beaver 15 on social media, especially for these power rankings, because I know that it does get a hair, um, I don't know, sometimes controversial. You guys like to uh, to argue a bit with me, and uh, which is good, right? It, it is definitely, definitely good. Um, so yeah, I mean, looking at, uh, looking at our power rankings for this week, you know, these are, we, we, at, we started these power rankings, uh, mainly because, uh, my friends at busted open radio. They do some for pro wrestling every week and it's like a, it's a seven day window, um, of what, uh, it's basically a seven day window, like a snapshot of what's going on in motorsport. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't take the full season now. Granted, you know what I mean, there's outliers, right? So seven-day window, if something happened two weeks ago and you're coming off a win and you've got back-to-back wins, like, we'll factor that in, right? But um, we're not going to go back like three or four months and, you know, and and so it really, you know, that, that doesn't uh, matter. It's like a snapshot what's happening right now in motorsports. I don't know if anybody's doing this except for us. So I'm really, really excited about it. And it gives us a chance to mix in off-road guys, dirt bike riders, IndyCar drivers, even NASCAR drivers, you know, drag drag racers, like everybody into one melting pot, which I think is rad. It causes an interesting conversation, and I'm really loving doing these. So our power rankings for this week here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, my power rankings, Chris Leone, uh, he'll throw his up online. We are just slammed for time today, so didn't get a chance to have uh, Mr. Chris uh, call, into, uh, call into the show. But, uh, you know, my... It, it's tough. My, my three, my, my, I guess three through five for me are all kind of, uh, 
Um, they're all kind of interchangeable, if that makes any uh, uh, if that makes any sense. So it's uh, yeah, they they could all all kind of be intermixed. Um, so I guess, you know what I mean? What I'm saying is, is like, if you would have had somebody at five and I've got them at three or three versus five, like it could be, uh, uh, you know, could be, uh, could be wherever, wherever they want, you know? So I'm just going to give you my, yeah, I guess I got to put them in order for this. All right. Um, we're going to, uh, all right. We're going to start with number five. This one's, uh, this one's tough, but I'm going to go with, uh, my general tire teammate and uh, my good friend, Ryan beat Rowdy Ryan beat. Uh, he's going to come in at number five pro light win. Um, you know, he had a great qualifying run, came in Glenn Helen, uh, took the first race of the year, uh, in pro light took, uh, took the victory there. Right. So, uh, we're going to have Ryan beat at number five. And the reason why I'm kind of stuttering through these is I'm still, as we go, I'm changing my three through five. Um, I, I actually had Ryan beat at three and I moved him back to five because I had to think through things. Um, now we've got Jarrett Brooks coming in at number four. Um, I always had Jarrett Brooks at number four, but I ranked him ahead of Ryan beat because, uh, the field was a little bit deeper in Pro 2, and he had to come through the field even more in Pro 2, and he made a lap, lap, last lap pass after Corey Winter had some troubles, took the victory. Um, so I'm going to roll with Jarrett Brooks at uh, at number four. So Jarrett Brooks, number four. So right now we're at Ryan beat five, Jarrett Brooks four, General Tire two for two on the power rankings so far. Um, all right, moving on to, uh, to number three. Three. Number three, um, this one, I actually had him at five, and now I moved him up to three. Um, so number three is going to be John Force Racing's Robert Height. Uh, coming off the big victory there, 50th anniversary Gator Nationals, big win. Um, it's kind of one of their marquee events uh, in NHRA. Uh, not only that, but it was the 50th anniversary of that event. Um, and he's two out of three wins so far in Funny Car in 2019. I think that says something. He's right up there at the top of the points. Um, so you gotta you, you gotta give Robert Hyde some credit, right? He he hasn't been on the power rankings, my power rankings so far. I can't remember uh, if he has been on Chris's or not. Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna you know we're going to uh, uh, we're gonna give him. Uh, Gonna give him some credit. Uh, I think Robert Height. Uh, Robert Height definitely deserves to be on the list. Coming in at number four. Coming in at number four on our list. At what I say, number four. The fourth one I'm saying. He's coming in at number two. Man, I'm losing my mind today. Uh, we got Forkner, Austin Forkner, right? Um, just dominating Supercross 250 East. Like seriously, this kid, insane, insane season. Um, we talked about it last week. We can talk about it uh, as much as we possibly want. Um, but this kid, I wonder if next year he's going to make a move to 450. He's absolutely destroying everybody on a 250. Um, almost sweeping the season at this point. Uh, the only win he didn't get was when we had that East versus West shootout. And, uh, you know, he was still right up there. Um, Forkner, he is coming in at number two on my list. This kid is riding at an insane level right now, um, unlike anything we've seen in a long, long time. So Austin Forkner coming in at number two, which leads me to number one. And uh, I'm sure you guys uh, had a pretty good inkling of what uh, what this one was going to be. Um, Kyle Busch, number one. Reason why? Well, 200 wins is why took two victories last weekend uh for 198 199 now coming in with his 200th career nascar victory in the top three series trucks xfinity and uh, cup getting victory number 200 
Kyle Busch. You're going to hit a milestone like that. You're going to be at the top of my list, regardless of whether I like NASCAR or not. So Kyle Busch coming in at number one on my list, um, and I think rightfully so. I do. I will mention, though, my boy Jesse Johnson. You know him. He used to race short course, uh, Jimmy Johnson's younger brother. Uh, Jesse posted up something on, uh, on his Instagram feed uh, over the weekend, and uh, I do – I'm going to pull it up right now. I didn't have it up, but I'm, uh, I'm going to pull this up because we got some time. Um, I kind of ran through these a little bit quicker than I thought I would. So Jesse Johnson, 15. All right. So uh, <laughs> this is great. And I will, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I guess uh, I'll adapt it because it was uh, from five days ago. So 16 seasons um, in uh, NASCAR, Kyle Busch has collected 51. Uh, we're talking cup here. 51 wins, which would actually be 52 wins now with his win this weekend. So 52 wins would be 184 top fives, 269 top tens, uh, 15, 8, 50 laps led, one championship, right? Um, so laps led and stuff like that, but uh, 50-something wins, right? So Jimmy Johnson in his first 16 seasons of Cup, you know, Jimmy just runs Cup. He doesn't run everything else like Kyle Busch. 80 wins, 218 top fives, 330 top tens, 18,449 laps led seven championships, and I will put the asterisk next to the seven championships because it could be nine. He finished second in the championship twice, so it could be a total of nine championships. Both of those went down, or all those went down to the wire. So um, Jesse Johnson's like, all this fuss over Kyle Busch, Jimmy Johnson's actually had a better 16 seasons in Cup than Kyle Busch. Um, yes, noted. Not going to argue, man. I completely agree, Jesse Johnson. I think if you just look at Cup, Jimmy Johnson is the GOAT. Um, actually, I think Jimmy Johnson is going to factor into the greatest of all time, period, um, when you talk about Cup uh, by the time he retires. Uh, Richard Petty was a completely different era. You can say what you want about Petty. I love Richard Petty, but um, it's just uh, – just the truth of the matter. I mean, NASCAR now is completely different than NASCAR then. Uh, and that's not taking anything, you know, away from the King Richard Petty. Nobody's going to do that. But um, to think that Richard Petty in this era would get 200 wins, no. It, it's not it, It's not going to happen. Um, so, yeah, I think Jimmy Johnson definitely, when all said and done, he's going to go down in the books, is one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. Heck, if he retired today, he'd already be in that conversation, like hands down, like no no question about it. So, um, But, yeah, for this week, regardless, Kyle Busch, 200, uh, 200 uh, you know, I guess national, I guess the top three divisions, national series for NASCAR wins, like that, that's a legit – it's a legit number. We're going to put Kyle Busch right there at the top of the list for our power rankings for this week. But um, I did like that comparison with uh, – and, and if you're an NASCAR fan tuning in here, um, yeah, I would like your input on here. You know what I mean? Do, what, 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 do you, what do you guys rank higher, Jimmy Johnson's career cup, cup career or Kyle Busch's career um, with the three NASCAR national series? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. What would you rank higher? You know what I mean? Obviously, Cup's the premier division. It'd be like counting minor league stats for a baseball player. I'd say I'd probably have to defer to Jimmy Johnson on this one. Um, I don't know. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But I, I don't know. That's interesting. It's like off-road. Do you, do you count only Rob Max trophy truck wins? Or do you ca- count Rob Max 200 wins and everything else? Like, 
I don't know that it, it leads to uh, leads to an interesting conversation that uh, we do not have time for today, but uh, would love to get into uh, on a future show. Anyways, uh, yeah, we are going to take a short break here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And when we come back, we've got that uh, amazing, amazing interview with uh, my good friend and uh, I guess a fellow Subaru uh, ambassador, David Higgins. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, I got my good friend David Higgins on the phone, and uh, 
I know. I I reached out to uh, to uh, to Subaru and uh, said, "Hey, let's let's get David on after 100 Acre Wood." I thought we'd have a little bit different story to tell, David. And uh, uh, but I'm stoked to have you back on the show. I think it's been uh, at least a year since we've had you on, and you and I used to text quite a bit. And I don't even think we've done that in a while. But uh, welcome back, buddy. Yeah, no, good to talk to you again. And obviously, I admire your confidence in me that you thought it was going to be a better a better um, a better result for me to talk about on, on Monday, but. <laughs> That, that's the way rallying goes sometimes. Yeah, well, the, the rally started out really well for you and Craig. It just didn't uh, didn't quite end that way. Uh, I, I think you guys started out, uh, obviously, you know 100 Acre Wood very, very well. You've been there. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago, you and Travis had a great battle there. So, I, I, you know, you've, you've had some luck. You know the stages well. I mean, uh, you know, kind of take us through the start of the rally because things started out really good for you and Craig. Yeah, it's funny. It's actually my bogey rally, really. Like the amount of times I've led it and had problems and not actually took the win is is I've had a little less wind in that rally than any other one. And obviously, we haven't been back there for a few years, so it's great to go back. And the plan was just to go out at the start, put some solid times down. We knew we were going to be first on the road, and there was going to be a bit of loose cleaning, so it's just to try and sort of get our head down and do what we can do. Um, everything went really well. Um, one of the first few stages built up a bit of a bit of a lead, and then. That carried on in the afternoon into the night, and we sort of finished the day with like a 40-second lead or something. So in that rally, it's quite hard to take big chunks of time from people. So we pretty much thought the the job was done if we keep out of trouble. And then Saturday, we just pretty much um, went on the same thing, went on a bit more of a cautious setup. We sort of raised the car's ride height a lot to give a bit more protection and went super careful through the water because that's what caught us out a few years ago when we had the battle with Travis and things. So... We were just like doing everything we needed to do to to keep everything good, but unfortunately, like a a tiny sensor went down on the car, um, which then started triggering some funny signals back to the ECU, and um, in the end, it decided that it didn't think we should be driving with the issues that it was showing we had, even though we didn't have any issues. And um, the car decided to have a have a rest for five minutes. So um, obviously, I got out under the bonnet and under the hood and fiddled with all the wires and. You know, think you're going to find something to do with it, but it was just a pure time thing that once we, I was getting in and out and it would start and then stop and start and then stop and then eventually we got it, got it going, but the time loss was gone and any chance of victory, unfortunately. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that funny? I mean, you guys have, that's what's crazy about rally. I mean, anything can happen. You've got, you know, you've got this beautiful, amazing rally car that, uh, you know, this thing is prepped to a T every single event and just something so small, like a little just sensor that was probably brand new heading into this rally. You know, it's nobody's fault and things just happen. Isn't that what, that's what's crazy about motorsport, right? It doesn't matter how much you prepare. There's yeah. always that, just that little luck element. I know it's funny because when you, because when you have a, like, you know, you look at anything like the Formula One teams, the top teams, when they have a win, it looks an easy win a lot of the time because when things don't go wrong, everything is works and everything is works as it should and everything and then it, it looks very very straightforward but so many times you can you can never you know you can never just sit back and think oh yeah we're going to win this one we're leading because you just never know what's going to happen next and you know especially with rallying as well because you know you can go around a corner there can be a rock like right in the middle of the road that you can't avoid or there's so many unknown hazards that you don't really know what you're going to get and this weekend was difficult because on the recce on the thursday there was so much rain that some of the stages we couldn't even get access to them at the start or the finish of them. So we were having to try and find our way to get into the stages because there was so much water the night before. So you're expecting wet stages on the Friday and then you get there and they're, they're bone dry and dusty and loose line and things. So it's just, you just never know what you're going to get until you get into it. And, you know, you 
Travis's one Travis's um, favourite saying is you're better to be lucky than good and and that is that's motorsport there's times when you know you, you just need the luck and everything else to go with it yeah well and you know talking about it you said it's been a few years since you guys have uh have been to 100 acre wood and I know you've you've run this quite a few times in the past uh um I, you know how were you, you know you don't run something for a couple of years roads change things like that um and you know just in rally roads change from year to year anyways you know just running different roads but I know obviously you and Craig had some notes how how good and how accurate were the notes I mean or was it completely restarting from scratch this year no, we had we had virtually all the notes for the stage, but we didn't have any videos from it from the in, from the onboard video. And unfortunately, we didn't really realise as much until we got into the event. But the last time we did the stage in that direction was a year when it snowed. Yeah. So we'd made a lot of changes on notes, obviously with um, shortening some of the distances or putting some warnings on some of the distances because corners were coming up quick and then slowing a few corners down that caught us out when it was obviously really slippy because when the road went. When the road was snowy, the road was obviously much narrower, the track where you were, where you were going, so you couldn't take the, the full racing line. So obviously that makes the, the degree of the corner sharper. Um, so some of our notes were actually too on the cautious side. And the, the problem with that is that you you know you hear a right five, which to me is a fifth gear corner, and you get there and think, my God, I could have done that in sixth gear. And you start sort of self-adjusting, and then all of a sudden you get to one that obviously didn't have the snow on it or wasn't as bad, and then it's too fast. So yeah. it can be a bit of a dangerous game. So we, we, we sort of definitely head on the side of caution, and we we know if we went back and did the rally again next year, and with the videos we've got now from this year, there's a lot of adjustment we could do to make it better. But even just, to, like you said, the characteristics of the road, if a, if a road grade has gone through, you know they can change the line of the corner or the profile of the road for fraction, and that can make a big difference. Yeah. Well, and how has it been, you know, this year, I know this, this one, this year is kind of interesting. I know the last couple of years, you know, there, there was a long time where you were just kind of the lone guy there on the, the, you know, on the stage rally side of things for, uh, for Subaru Rally Team USA. And, uh, you know, and then Travis has come in and did some rallies and things like that. And then last year or so, you know, Patrick and then Atco have come in. Now this year we've got uh, Oliver Solberg, a really a, a young kid who is an up and comer, uh, you know, had a really good rally. I mean, how has that been for you? you? You're the veteran on the team and then they're bringing in, you know, different guys and things like that. And, you know, and, and what did you think about Oliver's first, uh, you know, rally here in the States? I mean, I thought he did uh, our first 100 acre wood rally. I think he did pretty solid. Yeah, um, obviously, firstly on on Oliver, he's you know he's he's a young, brave, talented driver um, with a with a world champion dad to, to help <laughs> him. So obviously, you know his, his dad was there to make his dad made the pace notes for him on the because Oliver wasn't able to drive the stages because of his age yeah. and not having a license. So on the recce, it was they decided that Petter would drive the drive the road and make the notes, and Oliver would sit in the back. So you know to start with, you think, oh, that's not very good, but then you also think back, well, actually. You know, my kids are doing really well with their racing, but the, the thing that you'd worry the most about would be their, their lack of knowledge of making the pace notes. So if you get someone else to do that for you as well, it's going to be an advantage. So, you know, Oliver's won two rallies this year in, in, in Latvia before he came into this rally. So, you know, he's getting the seat time. He's got the thing that he's going to be really, really quick. But, you know, going back to last year, the team decided to sort of switch teammates around quite a bit. So um, we've been used to having hard times for my teammates you know as far as the championship goes it's um it, we were the only one doing the full series so we had to make sure we got the points back all the time but the hard point for us was a teammate comes in and their only job is to try and beat us so it was making yeah. them pretty pretty tough really because you don't want to go out there and just be beat by your teammate 
just to guarantee the points. But at the same time, you don't want to take a risk and damage the car and not finish the rally and, and not win the championship because that's Subaru's main goal is to actually bring the trophy home. So it put quite a bit of pressure on us, really. So um, this year, obviously, Oliver's doing six events. I think Travis doing two events. So we are a bit in the same boat again with that. So um, obviously, we're playing catch up a little bit with missing um, Snowdrift Rally. And obviously now with, OK, a third place finish is not a disaster, but you certainly... Um, don't want to be letting people get in, getting further ahead because it doesn't take long before you lose a big gap in points, really. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and that being said, like you said, you, you, you've you won a, a lot of championships. I think, what, nine-time uh, nine North American champion or American yeah. rally champion? Yeah. Um, you know, you know, obviously, you know these roads. You know what it takes to win. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've seen your resume recently as of, I think, like six months ago or something. I think Subaru sent it over to me, and it just blows my mind how many victories you have, you know, and things like that. I mean, what keeps you going, David? I mean, what drives you every single event? Because you've won so many championships, so many races, and I've seen you and Craig, and I know you guys personally. I mean, you show up to a rally, and you're as hungry as ever, and a lot of drivers, I mean, it's hard to keep that hunger up as a driver, you know what I mean, when you've won so much, but you and Craig, I mean, you go in and it's gloves off. You guys want to win every single rally. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like we, I mean, the more you win, the more you're expected to win. And, and the hard pressure that comes to us is that anything less than a win is seen as, oh, 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 oh that's not very good. Or, oh, God, the guys didn't win this weekend. So that that puts a massive expectation on your shoulders. But for, for me and Craig personally, I, we're not... I know this sounds really weird. We don't crave the success of winning, but we absolutely detest the feeling of losing. <laughs> so, um, so the winning part of it, and the bit of the spray and the champagne and the stuff that goes with it, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm not comfortable with that really, even though we've done it for a long time. But the fact when you're still on the podium and there's somebody else above you, that hurts me for a long time. And you know, I got off the plane this morning, drove four hours, got home, and. Um, because we didn't win the rally and things, I, I, I was straight back in the gym and thinking about, right, what we've got to do now and let's get back into you, you, you focus your attention more to, to make sure that doesn't happen happen again. I know it wasn't in our control what happened on this one, but you know, you're still going to make sure you go to the next one and you're, you're better prepared and, you know, try and drive the team on a bit more and try and, you know, wonder is there anything we can do to, you know, I had like a couple of hours phone call the engineer today and just, trying to find some of the data of what happened and what spiked it and what can we do different in case it ever happens again and it's probably one of those things it was a one in a million chance it would happen again but you still want to make sure you tickle the boxes and make sure it doesn't so that's that's really what keeps us keeps us going really and we'll be back with more with david higgins when we return here to the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor a major data breach just exposed millions of Americans to a crime that could cost you your home. Here's retired FBI agent Art Fitzenmeyer for Home Title Lock. Title fraud is one of the fastest growing crimes. And in a moment, I'll tell you how to find out if you're already a victim. Home mortgage files are kept online now, and breaches like this could put you at risk of losing your home. If you have a home loan through a major bank, your mortgage and private data may have been stolen. Scammers forge documents stating you sold your home. Then they'll take out loans on your property and stick you with the payments. You won't know until late payment notices show up or you get evicted. And no bank, insurance, or identity theft programs protect you. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects you from title fraud. Now here's how to find out if you're a victim. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register for your title scan and report. A $100 value free with sign-up. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. 
Hey, it's Mom. Somebody forgot to thaw the chicken, so meet us at Chili's for three for ten. Oh, and congratulate your sister on her report card. It's not great, but this time she didn't try to hide it from us. Oh, and remember, tonight's your dad's goatee intervention. Love you. See you at Chili's. Come in now for Chili's three for ten. Starter, entree, and drink for just ten dollars. With entrees like hand-battered chicken crispers, and for a limited time, our mouth-watering sirloin steak topped with garlic butter. Together, we Chili's. Available at participating locations only. You're the family chef, but with homework, practices, email, getting a good meal on the table is tough. Sometimes the best choice is the easy choice. Delicious Bob Evans mashed potatoes and mac and cheese made with ingredients like real milk, butter, potatoes, and cheese. Bob Evans sides are ready in the microwave in six minutes, and they're the perfect complement to any meal. Once your family tries them, it'll be love at first bite. Get Bob Evans sides today in the refrigerated section at your favorite grocery store. Bob Evans down on the farm. Hey guys, your prostate should be the last thing on your mind, but the fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart, visit prostateoneperday.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, not to brag, but Buffalo Wild Wings is the official chicken wing of the NCAA. Yep, soak it in. You know who isn't the official chicken wing of the NCAA? Your couch. Because your couch doesn't have a partnership deal with the NCAA. So do you want to be home on your couch, the official nothing of the NCAA? Or do you want to be at Buffalo Wild Wings? The official place that has lots of TVs and beers and screaming fans, and it's officially better than your couch for college basketball. Buffalo Wild Wings. Please drink responsibly. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, where we're catching up with Subaru Rally Team's David Higgins. So, David, what I know you mentioned earlier, you know, we're talking about Oliver, but, uh, you know, I got to ask, you know, I know obviously your son, he's starting to starting to race and uh, doing really well in karting and things like that. I mean, uh, obviously, I mean, long term, I mean, what, 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 what are the plans for Matthew? I mean, I, I see him and I go, you know, he's got this dad who's won championships globally all across the board. And, uh, you know, what's what's next for him? Obviously, he's doing karting. He's enjoying that. I mean, uh, is he going to you guys looking at the you know the rally car route? You looking at the Formula car route? I mean, uh, you know, you've already got to be thinking in your head what 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 you know I guess direction you want your son to head. Yeah, it's difficult really because um, obviously like we're, we're heading to Belgium on Wednesday this week for the first round of the European Car Championships, and then the following weekend we have the first round of the British Championships. So that's going really good, and he's, he turns fourteen on next week. Um, he. He loves the idea of rallycross, but he hasn't actually ever done rallying where you go through the forest and things yeah. like that on your own. And you know, rallycross is a sport that you know it has its highs and lows, and it it really needs to try and get some momentum to keep building, really. Um, so I don't really want him to put all his eggs into thinking, right, I want to be a top rallycross driver because I just don't know how the future is of the sport, really. Yeah. Um, you know, all the manufacturers came into the world championship and they've all sort of gone again and. You know, even look at the American series a few years ago, there was a lot more people doing it and now it comes back again and then you try to go up again. So it's not a mega stable platform. We've also done some done some tests on simulators and Formula 4 cars with um, the Arden team, which is the sort of 
they're linked to the Red Bull junior team who invited down there and did some stuff on that. So you know, his, his goal at the moment is just to be the best driver he can in whatever he's driving. Although I've just sort of found out recently that the, the minimum age for the rallycross light cars in the USA had now dropped the minimum age to 14. So um, <laughs> we're... The, Depending on how the schedules work, we may look into seeing if there's any chance we can um, get in on one of those events towards the end of the year. But it's, you know, it's a lot of money to find. Yeah, we've obviously we've we've been supported by Dirtfish. You've supported me, and they they support the kids with their racing a little bit as well. And obviously, if they're if they're there with the team, that would be the obvious choice for us to try and try and do something. But we haven't really had the conversations yet. Cause I've just found out that. Yeah. The dates, the, the ages drop, so um, we could we could see him in the car in the states sooner than sooner than we think, really. But it's all it's all just trying to piece it all together and time and school and racing calendars and everything else. So it's a, a bit of a juggling act, really. Yeah. Well, and, you know, in talking about that, you know, you'd mentioned, uh, you know, kind of the turnover with Rallycross and things like that. One thing I've always, you know, and I, I think you'd probably be one of the first to say you've been really fortunate, but you've been with Subaru for a long time. And, uh, you know, a lot of people finding a home and finding a team where you find that success and year after year you can count on it. You know, and I think a lot of people we see even, you know, you know, in the world championship and things like that, some of the best drivers in the world, you know, they're, they're at a team two, three years and then boom, you know, the rugs pulled out from under them and they're going to find another team. And, you know, that's one thing I've really admired about you and, and Subaru. You guys have been together for so long and it, it just works like clockwork. And, uh, you know, you got to feel really fortunate to have found that home and been able to carve out the career you have, you know, had with, with the same team. Yeah, I think it's um, obviously... I love working with Vermont Sports Car and Subaru. They've been they've been really good to us, and um, I hope we've given them a lot back as well. And I think we've got that sort of mutual respect that you know we don't need to be on the phone to each other every five minutes to sort of see what we're doing. We just they know what job I'm capable of, and I know what job they're capable of. So it works really really well. And you know the Subaru fans in America, um, they're really special to be honest. And I think if if I was to set foot in a different car or a different team, I'd be lynched anyway. So I don't really, um, there's not even a choice anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally um, Subaru or, or nothing for us, really. And that's, um, and that's you know, we've got such a big following of people and people that support the rally and come to the rallies from all over the place. So it's a big sort of following that I've never really, in all my career beforehand, you were racing for the best team you could be in for that year. And you're looking at things very, very short term. So, you know, if a slightly better offer came up, you'd think nothing of moving to a different team the following year. But um, the way things sort of got when we went with Subaru after like the second or third year, it was like, oh, no, um, we'd be in big trouble if we left and went somewhere else. And then, you know, nine years later, we're still we're still there um, doing doing the same thing again. So it's, it's, it's I wouldn't say it gets more comfortable. And sometimes it can almost get harder because we just expect so much of each other all the time. But at the same point, it's... Um, it works really, really well, and you know they're so enthusiastic to what they do with the product. And cars are always, you know, there isn't a better team to to be with anyway. Um, and I and I, I just sort of love the love the rallies and love the way it all goes over there. So we're, we are really comfortable with it, to be honest. Yeah. Well, and I gotta gotta ask, you know, before we let you go, uh, you know, obviously we we know we're gonna see you. Uh, 
uh, you know, the the full ARA championship. I know in the past, I mean, we've seen you, you know, race in China. We've seen you do some stuff in the, the UK recently in the WRC. Um, you know, you've been known to uh, even jump in at Jim Connor Grid at X Games. I mean, obviously rallycross, things like that. I mean, uh, you know, any uh, any side events we may see you on? And uh, I mean, is there anything left you feel like you want to accomplish before? I hate to even use that, you know, word with you because I'd like to see you drive until, yeah. you know, you, you no longer can, but uh, retire. I mean, what, what's left for you? I mean, what, what's out there you'd like to try your hand at? I, I, st- I really still like the idea of some of the off-road um, stuff. I know we've spoke about it yeah. personally a few times, but it's just trying to fit things into schedules and everything is, is really tricky. Um, there's no plan for any rally crossing or any other events this year, really, because, um, you know, we're, we're busy with the rally program and the, the you know, the season is going to be quite busy from now till the end anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, along with the rallies, we have quite a lot of um, PR promotional days and dealer visits and different things. So, you know, you look at the year and go, yeah, there's only eight rallies, but there's a lot more that c- comes to it than just those events. And obviously, the other weekends, I've got so much races planned, obviously, with the kids racing as well now that um, it's, it's there's not that many free weekends, really, that we um, that we have. So it's it's hard to fit something in, but I, I you know, I'd, I'd I'd love to do Rally GP again before I retire, 100%. But you know, it's difficult with you know, Subaru don't have a car that's sort of front-running WRC car because of the regulations. Yeah. And I don't really have an interest in going and doing rallies in cars that you know, you know, you're just making up the numbers. I want to, you know, I want to be there and running at the front, and that's um, that's what we want to try and do. But you know, I, I I do enjoy the circuit stuff as well. Still, I you know, I still drive carts myself, and I you know, there is every opportunity to do something in like endurance racing um, in cars, I, I, would, I would really like to try something like that as well at some point. But it's just, you know, it takes a lot of focus and a lot of commitment to, to win a championship and to to be at the top of any sport. And I think as soon as you start trying to do a little bit one or the other, you, you take a little bit of the edge off of one or both of those disciplines you do with these. So it's not, you, know, you look at anyone that sort of jumps from one to the other, it isn't, it's not as easy to keep that same 100% focus that you need really to be at the top yeah well i do know a guy who when you do decide you want to try the off-road stuff he happens to have a trophy truck and some razors a bunch of stuff in the in the race shop so anytime you want to try your hand on it i'm I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that yeah (laughs) well we got keep saying we're gonna do it yeah we need to get on with it yeah and, and do something yeah well i know uh, it was funny just uh got to see uh well jensen button he finally uh finally tried his hand at off-road he came out and raced the mint 400 uh, last week and i don't think the results were quite what jensen wanted but uh he had said it was always one of those he you know he finally kind of retired from formula one kind of like you're saying he's like you can't you can't really go and try all the stuff you want to when you're a professional you know when, when you're racing you know for a championship but you know it's like he finally got to go and i think he's yeah i think it hooked him you know it's just one of those where he it, it had to be yeah. the right time to go and try that stuff you know because i think the thing is as well you know if you go and do something with somebody else you know that's gonna be the time where something's gonna happen you get an injury or you pull a muscle in your back and then you've got to ring your boss and say look i'm really sorry but i was like <laughs> playing in a truck last week and now i can't do the rally so you do you do have to be careful obviously travis is the only person that can get away with that because he spends obviously he's He's, he knows how to do events injured anyway, so it doesn't really it doesn't worry him. But for for normal people, it's a bit more of a problem. Yeah. Well, I, I got to ask. I know you and Travis are are, are pretty close. You uh, you kind of trained him when he was coming into rallies. Any part of him ever tried to drag you to his uh, home there in Maryland to try and backflip a motorcycle or anything, David? Um, he invites me 
generally before every single event <laughs> to try and break me before an event. So I, I, I know his game. So he, I'd love to go to his house because that game will be something I do once I finish <laughs> finish driving. I know that's his plan. <laughs> he'll he'll win by fair means or feral. So um, I know I know I know the way that guy works well enough now to to, to know better than Joe. Then I also think that I'd have a. If I was caught going anywhere near there, I'm sure I'd have a phone call from Lance pretty quickly to yeah. ask me to ask me to do a U-turn and come back. Yeah, Lance be like, "What are you thinking, David?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, well, I went to watch um, Nitro Circus when he was in when he was in um, in Manchester a few like earlier in the year. Okay. And the warm up, he goes, "Oh yeah, come to that." And within two minutes, he had me off the top of the ramp, sliding down on the rug that he pushed me off, and I was heading for the side. So. Um, and that was just in front of people as a bit of a joke. So, um, yeah, I know I know how he works. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> uh, you never know what's going to happen. Well, before we let you go, I I do got to ask. I know this year it was uh, pretty exciting. Uh, me as a Subaru fan, I know you obviously you you know you were like you said you have been Subaru for a long long time. How are you liking the livery this year? The throwback livery that they brought back. I, I'm loving it, David. Yeah, I do love it. It's um, it's it's great to it's great to see it back. And um, you know, blue is what you think of as a Subaru. I think the yellow part of it is not doesn't strike. It isn't a bit that I'm not saying I don't like it, and I do or anything else. But I think just seeing a Subaru in blue again is 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 amazing. And um, you know, it's the the amount of the, what people say when they see it on out there is, is is amazing really it's just you know you, you can't drive far and people you know it jumps out of you that is the factory race team so it's you know, it's a bit like the old McLarens when they were when they were red and red and white with the marble colours that was the iconic colours for them wasn't it it's, um, it's just certain things in motorsport stand out and the blue and yellow of the Subaru is something that is is pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, um, I appreciate the time, David. It's always fun catching up, my friend. I know uh, you said you were on a bit of a, a jet lag since uh, 100 Acre Woods, so I'm sure you're looking forward to uh, finally hitting the pillow at some point, right? Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to see if I can do another hour, and then that way when I go to sleep, then it's almost like bedtime. So yeah. if you go to bed too early, you just end up waking up, and it's a, a long day tomorrow, and I need to catch some sleep because we've got a long drive to um, Wednesday. We obviously drive down to the other end of the UK, and then catch the tunnel over to Belgium and drive to there with a the motorhome. So um, I need to be awake before I do that trip anyway, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I appreciate everything, David. I know I'll be yeah. out to a stage rally at some point this year. We'll definitely have to catch up in person. It's been uh, been far too long. Yeah, good man, and great to talk to you again. All right, David Higgins. Uh, it's been a while since I've interviewed David Higgins, and uh, you know he and I are really, really good friends. And uh, you know it's just one of those. I, you know, I'm not working with Stage Rally anymore. Uh, you know, you know, announcing the events and hosting them and doing radio and stuff like that. And uh, you know, obviously, I've still got my relationship with Subaru and things like that. It's just one of those. Like, I think with David, he wins so ridiculously much that it's like he wins. And it's like I'll just get him after the next win. I'll just get him on air after the next win. I'll just get him on air after the next win because you know there's always going to be another win. Um, you know, and uh, it was funny because I reached out. I was like, 100 Acre. I'm like, yeah, we need to get David on. It's been way too long. I need to catch up with David. Uh, I got some questions that need to be answered. And uh, so I reach out, and then it was like I, I feel like I jinxed him because I send the email and he's leading the rally, and then all of a sudden he has, has a problem. So I, I feel bad like I almost jinxed him because, um, you know, usually the safe bet is for David Higgins to actually win, especially when he's leading like through day one. Um, So 
Yeah, I don't know. But uh, always fun catching up with David. Uh, you know, a guy, honestly, he's a legend. Um, I, I, you know, I know as far as North American rally, he's, he's the goat as far as I'm concerned, him and John Buffum, I, I think you put them both up there in the same category. Um, you know, just, uh, an absolute class act, great guy. And, uh, I just, you know, I, I absolutely, uh, love watching him drive his precision, um, just the way, just the way he, you know, he thinks behind the wheel. Like it's just absolutely amazing. You, you know, I challenge everybody go and follow him on social media at David Higgins seventy five Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook. You know, but he uh, he posts uh, behind the wheel footage, like in car footage from rallies. It's gonna blow your mind how fast he drives. It's crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna take a short break here, and uh, we come back. We're gonna wrap things up here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Powered by Polaris Razor. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. And available internationally on the American Forces Network. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo 
absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. All right. Well, we definitely had a no, no – I was about to say no killer, all filler. Uh, all killer, no filler episode of the Down and Dirty Radio Show today. I don't know. Mine is zapped. I can't even say I'm still on a Mint 400 hangover, maybe the Glenn Helen hangover. Like, I don't know. It was uh, – I don't know. It was a great show today, though. It, we had this thing packed to the max, one end to the other. Uh, David Higgins, big thanks to him for coming on, and uh, my good friends at Super Rally Team USA for setting it up. Um, Zach Veach, awesome catching up with Zach. Thanks to my friends at Andretti Autosport for setting that up. Michael Lessey and my good friends at Supercross for helping me set that one up. Um, man, it was uh, definitely a good show. Power rankings thrown in there. Um, Obviously, I know we didn't have uh, Chris on today to talk power rankings. T-Stone segment, we didn't have her on uh, today. She's going to be on Project Action later this week. Um, we're going to do a Q&A segment with her. If you've got questions, hit us up on uh, Twitter, at JimBeaver15 um, or at Tiffany Stone. Um, you can also... Uh, um, yeah, you know, I think we got Dave Mason with Bet Online. This uh, we're going to air this David interview uh, uncut, this Higgins interview uncut, and Project Action, big show on Project Action this week. Uh, hit us up on iTunes, subscribe to that show, subscribe to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Please leave a rating or review if you leave your Twitter, Instagram at username in the review. Follow you back. Check us out on the web, downanddirtyshow.com. Big shout out to Polaris General Tire, Super Vision Wheel, Gibson, Dirtfish, Moto Shield Pro, Blue Water Resort and Casino, My Medic Assault. Uh, all our amazing, amazing partners here. Uh, couldn't do it without you guys. Um, hopefully you guys uh, definitely have a great week. Don't forget, it's at Jimby for 15 on social media. And Dirtfish, you want a discount there, it's JB Dirtfish for 15% off. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Be safe. As always, game on.